What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we're coming at you with some fire today with eight tips to stay motivated all year round. You know, we did an episode previously on how to get and stay motivated, uh, but we really put our heads together and we said, what are eight tips that are going to move the needle to get that motivation, to keep that motivation, and to keep going in all cylinders, especially you know with the time of year it is being a little darker colder so buckle up here's eight ways to drive up that motivation number one is to pick the right gym and right now you might be saying well not many gyms are open or i'm working out from home Um, but it's so important to control your environment if you have the ability uh, for instance me do i want to be going to uh, planet fitness or gold's gym a gold's gym will suit me better, right? I like that atmosphere. I need barbells. I need that. You know, I kind of enjoy that meathead mentality, you know, of people just working hard, going at it. Even those old school dungeon gyms, like that's a place I kind of like. Where if you're someone who's newer to the journey and going to a gym where people are screaming, deadlifting 700 pounds, running around shirtless, like, you know, you don't want to be in an Uh, an environment that isn't going to motivate you and just the same like be careful a lot of people do their home workouts in their living room but they see that as a relaxation place and they have a hard time segueing from this is where I relax to this is where I also work out you know maybe it's better to do it in a very specific room of the house you don't use you know even if you have like a laundry room or some weird awning or in the garage you know find that space that you can say listen this is where I'm gonna go to get this done just the same with you know really keeping spaces meant for what they're meant to be you know that's why I'm not a big fan of resting you know in your bedroom on your bed like you should have that you know for sleep among other things and then just the same with anywhere else in your house you know I try to really keep my office space for work, you know, and not as much for relaxation. And by having those, you know, um, establishing this is what this is for and controlling your environment, you can really drive up motivation. I'm really glad that you brought that up because even yesterday I tried one of my first home workouts and, you know, hey, if you have to work out from home, I think there's a lot of stuff that you can, you know, um, talk uh, kind of fix like even like the space that you do it the time that you do it whether you have pre-worker or you don't the time that you do it like just so much goes into it I think I said time twice but <laughs> even myself yesterday I felt probably about five times weaker the exercises were not harder like it wasn't anything like that it was just because of the space that I was doing it in it was so much harder so if you do have the luxury you know going to a gym is huge like I next time I will take that 30 minute drive and go to my gym and do it but even like afterwards I went for a walk and I felt so much more motivated on the walk so you know just a random thing to like when you do have that control to be like okay you know I would rather go for a little bit of a run and go do some pull-ups rather than just do this you know uh, stuff like inside my house in the living room where I usually chill and watch TV and stuff so you know whatever you can control just pick the right atmosphere and you will always be way more motivated because I'm not gonna lie I felt so much weaker which led to me feeling so much more demotivated I'm like what the heck whereas when I go in the gym I'm 15 times stronger so something to think about for sure And then number two is just remembering that this is a marathon. It really isn't a sprint. I think as soon as people start picking up some weights, as soon as they start eating one healthy meal or just making one small change, they're kind of like instantly expecting to look like, you know, the Hulk or look like, uh, you know, Victoria's Secret model. I don't know, whatever you aspire to uh, achieve, like it, it is a marathon. And the most important thing is you have to really focus on the sustainability side of things, right? Um, It's going to take a while, you know, building those habits. Like if it comes very quickly, it's also going to be able to be gone very quickly, right? So focusing on the long run, instead of that 100 meter sprint, it's going to be that 41, 42 kilometer marathon that uh, that's going to have to take place. And I think that will really help you stay motivated and stay on track during those tougher times. Yeah. And a big tip uh, within this tip is, you know, a lot of people think, hey, 
I'm going to get at it. It's New Year's, for instance. You know, I'm going to get it going. In fact, this was a really cool uh, stat I found. So Gold's Gym actually uh, analyzed check-in data among its more than 3 million members over the past four years. And they found that gym attendance among new members begins dwindling 41 days after the new year. So February 10th. So we're just past that mark now. And that's when most people start to, you know, fall off. And then what they called was most people completely fell off was by February 24th. So if you're starting to feel demotivated, you started strong, like, oh, I'm slipping up a bit. It's natural. People feel that way. And you can't expect to complete a journey in 30 days, 60 days, you know, being fit, building a great body, building healthy nutritional practices is 24 seven. You need to make sure you're on top of it. And you know that you're really controlling it to the best of your ability. So by having that expectation that you're going to integrate this into your life, do in a sustainable way, you know, continue to make it a lifestyle that you enjoy and to understand some days are harder, some days motivation isn't there. It's like a big cheat code. And that's one great thing I really try to emphasize for my clients is, you know, let's keep going. This is a journey. Uh, you got to keep grinding. Now for number three, I have think macro, not micro. So just the same as my last tip, when you're thinking motivation, you need to think, am I doing the big things right? It's really easy to be like, oh, I suck. You know, like even yesterday, I didn't get a second to read my 10 pages. It's something I try to do every day and I can go, what a waste of a day. This was so garbage, but I got so many things done. I did so many great things. You know, I checked off a lot of boxes, did some growing and like took care of so many avenues. Instead of dwelling on that small thing, focus on what you are doing. Just the same. Uh, I've noticed with a lot of my clients getting COVID or a lot of my clients getting sick. It's like, oh, you know, all this was for nothing. I'm out of the gym for two weeks. What am I going to do? You know, and it's like, listen, uh, what's more important, two weeks or the other 50 weeks in the year where you've been on it, crushing it, killing it? Like you need to focus focus on the big picture here just the same you know like I had a little groin injury I'm not able to smash legs right now um, I had a really like kind of lax week last week really low volume didn't push anything because I wanted to heal up just the same am I going backwards no I'm doing the best I can for that situation yes I can't give a hundred percent but in the macro of my year these things are to be expected you know you're going to get injuries you're going to get sick you're going to feel demotivated um, you just need to say am I doing and taking care of what I could so during that time I ate better I, w- I walked more did more cardio and that's all it is you know think about that micro don't dwell on those micro factors i love it man super well said and even kind of jumping into number four um you know there's a lot that we can talk about here just in terms of keeping records but you know they always say what gets tracked gets managed and uh you know just uh one of the most important things is i'm a huge fan you know i've talked about this a few times of just keeping records of different aspects in terms of time in terms of money in terms of strength in terms of calories like all that stuff like i usually keep records of a lot of stuff at the end of the week I'll do like a rhythm register where like I'll, I'll, I'll keep track of just so many different things like there's like 10 to 15 things I'm keeping track of so I can kind of look at the end of the week and be like okay where do I need to improve and you know similar to just realizing it's a marathon not a sprint a lot of times when I add things into my routine my daily routine my weekly routine I'm not going to be the best at it so I kind of have that information in front of me to be like okay this week I'm really gonna make sure to um you know, get some more stories done or just, uh, you know, make sure to not skip abs this week. And, you know, even just not even being too hard on yourself. Cause like, you know, a lot of times people just get so demotivated when they don't do something like Josh said, um, you know, reading his 10 page yesterday, 10 pages yesterday, it can really throw you off and, 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 and just kind of like hurt you. Um, cause a lot of people are just too, too, too hard, uh, but keeping records and being like, okay, where can I pr- improve upon this? Like, it's just hard to know what the heck's going on when you don't see the data, when you aren't seeing your actual 
weekly calorie intake and your daily calorie intake. Really keeping records um, will give you so much information and help you stay motivated when you actually see that progress within those numbers. Incredibly well said. You know, I'm a huge fan. The more and more data you keep, the better. Uh, So very well said there. Number five is to invest in it. So you know, obviously we do talk about coaching a fair amount, but the reason we bring it up is because like, I passionately believe this is a solution. When you have a solution, a fix, an answer to a question a lot of people ask, uh, you're going to be very passionate about saying it. And, you know, me and Kyle are so thankful. Like we enjoy helping people, you know, we could just completely restructure what we do and try to work with as little people as possible, stick 36 ads on this podcast and, you know, promote random stuff. But, you know, what we love to do is to help people. And, you know, to be able to invest in your own fitness is such a big thing. You know, even the more I've invested in myself, whether it be education, whether it be um, self-development, growth, uh, you know, looking good, feeling good, something as small as getting a haircut, you know, investing in yourself is the best investment you'll ever make. And that's one mistake I've made a lot, a lot through this journey. You know, I've really messed up by not investing myself enough. And if I could go back, you know, I would just double down to be, you know, have all that backbone, that understanding. And, you know, just as I've said before, like, like I'm not going to be able to necessarily like, oh, something breaks, just fix it. Like that's not my skill set. You know, you hire someone to fix things. And right now, if your fitness and health needs to be fixed, that's where having a coach is so uh, valuable. And when you put your money where your mouth is to find that solution, you know, you're not going to quit after three days. The problem is a lot of, you know, if you're listening to this and it's resonating because you're someone who can't fall through, you're not seeing results, you're constantly looking and feeling worse as time goes on and you're wondering what's happening. It's because it's too easy to quit. You know, that's why when me and Kyle set goals, we have those real stakes, like we said, uh, when you tie something to it, even if it's a small financial amount, you're like, okay, I need to get this done. Whereas if no one's looking, you have no stakes, you haven't told anyone about your goal, you fail in three days, like, eh, whatever, okay, keep going on here's the pizza whatever so that's why we are a big fan you know if you want to learn how you can invest in your fitness and your health and you're serious about seeing change you know we have a formula for success you're not a fluke we've been able to do this with well over a thousand people and you know it's where my heart's passion is you can just dm us motivation to learn more on instagram our instagram is at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t and if money's tight right now and you're not someone who's able to invest in coaching just the same invest in your fitness get a gym membership like so many people i get so many messages oh, I want to get great, but the gym's too expensive. And it's like, hold the phone, you know, and you look at their page and they got like a fancy car. They're, you know, going out and they're doing these fancy dinners and stuff. It's like, listen, like spend the 30 to 40 bucks for a gym at the very least, you know, show up to that gym, use that membership, do those great things. And just the same, if you got $0 to your name, I know it's really tough right now. Have a friend, you know, invest in it by saying, listen, can you be my accountability partner? Like, can you, if I don't succeed, do something? Or I've even gotten texts in the past saying, if I don't achieve this goal by this date, I'm going to send you this much money, even if it's 50 bucks. Like if you text your friend and say, listen, eight weeks, if I don't hit my goal, I'm sending you 50 bucks, right? Like they're going to be on you and they're going to want that free money. They're going to want to see you fail and you're going to want to prove them wrong, which is a lot of fun. Well, they're good friends. They'll want to see you succeed, but there's so many different metrics to doing this um, and to understanding this. So it's definitely one that I recommend everybody spend some time on. Yeah. And like even, you know, super well said, make sure to send us that DM motivation if you want to learn more and see if you're the right fit. But adding on to what Josh said, like this will kind of tie into number six. Like I, I know quite a few of my weaknesses and, you know, some of it is doing my mobility stuff and just doing what's required to help me feel good. Like we all have our weaknesses. So like now I've kind of de- decided to just invest in, you know, a biweekly massage and like even like the this stretching program by me saying I'm paying for it and I'm I'm paying for this like even this um you know massage stuff like I'm gonna do the program that the guy sends to me I'm gonna do the stretching every day because I'm paying for it and I always say to clients I'm like 
you know, uh, or especially people who are looking to sign up and who just, you know, are, are kind of on the fence with it. Like if you know that I have access to your spreadsheet, you're my fitness pal, your phone number, your, your weekly check-ins, like everything you're going to stick to it. Right. Cause the going does get tough very, very often. And you know, after a week when you don't do any workouts or when you don't, you know, just do anything and you know, Oh wow, coach Kyle's gonna be checking in. Coach Josh is going to be doing this. And we've got weekly check. Like you're going to stay on board. Right. So trust me, investing in it is so huge. And this kind of obviously goes into number six, you know, just knowing your weaknesses and knowing how to fix them is super, super important. Like we're all humans. We all have so many things. Like we're trying to manage a million different um, things. And one of the biggest things is not like simply focusing on it into the negative, but finding your weakness and figuring out how can I approach this and how can I do better at, uh, you know, managing this weakness. Once again, I already talked about my little mobility and stretching thing that I've been trying to fix. If you're someone who just sucks at meal prep and you keep trying it, but it just, it doesn't work for you. You may just have to spend that extra couple of bucks for some sort of meal prep delivery service. And obviously it's not all about investing, but there are going to be lots of weaknesses such as maybe a postural issue, maybe a uh, snooze alarm. You know, you just hitting the snooze at button every day, knowing your weaknesses, but not only just knowing them and like be negative about about them, but actually finding a solution. Be like, okay, how can I fix this to help me stay motivated? And there's so many things that bring people down day to day. It could be something as simple as watching YouTube until 1 a.m. when you're supposed to be getting up at six or seven. Like, just find that weakness, find a solution, and it will keep you ten times, a hundred times more motivated. Yeah, this is a massive, massive hack. So do not sleep on it. Uh, once again, it's something I firmly believe in, and you know, I love that Kyle mentioned that because. You know, having self um, understanding where am I not the best, where am I strong, like it's literally a superpower. And it's one thing I've tried to double down on. Like, if we can be honest with ourselves and say, these are my shortcomings, but here's where I can fix it, or here's where I can get help. You know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. And by identifying them, you're going to have more of a clear vision as to what you need to do to maintain that motivation and to have that path. Now, number seven is a fun one. It's something I've toyed with using and I want to use more. Um, And I've heard it's really, really beneficial, but it's to have a mantra. In particular, um, if you're dieting or you're someone who wants to go to the gym, like in recently, you know, we just did that uh, interview with Travis S. um, And he said, um, what was the term he used, Kyle? He was saying that uh, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Whether you know the the other thing, non-negotiable, sorry. Oh, non-negotiable. He he just kept saying the term non-negotiable. So even in your head, you know, for today, I was like, oh, I do not want to wake up. You know, normally I'm pretty good at springing out. And I just thought in my head, non-negotiable. And I just jumped out of bed, you know, like even just thinking that word or saying that word or in your head, you go, I could skip the gym today. And then you go non-negotiable. You know, if you do things because you care about yourself enough to help yourself, to work on yourself and you have that word or that term or that saying or that quote, uh, because we're so big on it. That's like, you know, a little thing to give you that jolt to get going you're gonna feel good you know like even i started a little mini cut and yesterday i wanted to you know have a little snack late at night and i said non-negotiable and it just helped me pass it through so this one's a little bit you know on the smaller scale maybe you'll like it maybe you won't but having that mantra is really kind of fun and i remember i was reading into this because someone wanted to complete a challenge i think it's one of my clients and they said you know Every night they said uh, to themselves, think of tomorrow, right? Because if you say think of tomorrow when you want to do something bad in today, you know, if you think, oh, I'll feel better tomorrow, I'm going to be closer to my goal, I'm going to know I did it. And like when you think that way, it's a good way of restructuring it. Just the same as like, oh, I could order a pizza tonight, feel bad, break my diet. Um, but if you say think of tomorrow, you know, I'll feel better, I'll save 20, 30 bucks, you know, all these good things. So the mantra is a fun little one that you can definitely make sure to utilize. Yeah. And this can like be anything, right? Like just, you know, even Travis was saying one of his 
favorite ones is hard work always pays off, you know, just simple things that you repeat over and over. And, you know, like you, you write down even, you know, in, in front of me, I'm looking at mine, absolutely no negativity. So whenever something happens, that's, that's one of my mantra mantras or mantras or whatever it's called. Um, so yeah, that's huge. Um, little things, they, they always add up those little sayings. They can keep you fired up, you know, write it wherever, write it wherever you're going to see it. You know, whether it's your laptop, you, de- uh, you know, um, walls, um, wallpaper, whether it's like on your, uh, you know, desktop, uh, you know, just like a sticky note, they all, they all pay off. And last but not least, a very, very important one is just simply rewarding yourself. So I remember reading, there was quite a few studies where it said like, we all still have that, you know, that need to reward ourselves, and uh, we all you know realize it a lot but a lot of us just don't do it properly you know i often hear people rewarding themselves with stuff that's actually just not helping them out at all it could be alcohol it could be just like really crappy food that leads to them you know just not feeling so great but i'm a huge fan of this like just you know growing up we always would reward ourselves and then like a lot of us just like stop we get to a certain point where we're just like eh, i i don't deserve this and like even just negative self-talk just it carries our everyday life so much like we you know even I've talked about this. I think we have an average of like, you know, multiple thousands of negative thoughts a day. And we're like, oh, I don't deserve this. But really just finding a way to set up um, a reward for when you do accomplish something will be game changing. It'll push you more. It'll motivate you more. There might be, you know, I've done some things where I said, if I don't accomplish this certain task, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to go snowboarding this week. So the reward is obviously going snowboarding. So for me, it motivated me, it pushed me, it held me accountable. And there's so many different things, whether it's buying a nice outfit, um, it doesn't obviously have to be like buying something, whether it's even just allowing yourself to go do something with a certain friend, um, you know, depending on where you are in the world, of course, rewarding yourself is huge. We We've talked about real stakes a lot. That motivates me a ton. But even just having that simple reward at the end of something, hey, at the end of this mini cut that Josh is doing right now, I'm going to allow myself to do this, right? Set it, hold it. And, you know, a lot of times I think people set it, but then they just like, they forget about it or they're like, oh, you know, uh, it doesn't matter anymore. Trust me, this will hold you motivated and hold you accountable. And it's an absolute game changer. Yeah, these are all eight things we're really big on, you know, some little tips and tricks that really fire me up and get me through and give me that that push drive motivation to to see it through and succeed with it so i really hope these helped everyone you know and if you're someone who's ready to put your money where your mouth is and work with the best you know have us working for you to guide you on your journey and put you on a great path to success uh, just go ahead and dm us motivation we'll know what you're saying there um but if that's not the time you know make sure to really soak up this information go through the podcast even the old content is incredible check out our youtube and make sure to follow Follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. You know, I hope you have a fantastic day. And as Kyle would say, peace and love always. Peace and love always.